Hey, everybody. Emily Abadi here. You're listening to 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. I... I had a moment this week that I knew as soon as it happened, it was exactly what I was going to talk about here today. And that moment happened when I was in yoga at Lion's Den. It's a studio over in Chelsea. I was there on Wednesday morning taking class and I found myself, it was like as though I had completely lost myself in the middle of the practice. We were about halfway through and I was in my favorite pose. It sounds... I don't know how it sounds. (laughs) I feel a little lame saying this, but my favorite yoga pose is tree pose. I don't really have a rhyme or a reason. I know that it works ankle stability, which as someone who is navigating plantar fasciitis, this is something that I am sensitive to. But regardless of that, I just always love how grounded and solid I feel in that specific pose. Now, for those of you not familiar with tree pose, generally speaking, you stand on one foot, you put your other foot, the sole of your foot, on the inside of your inner thigh and you raise your arms up into the air. And so I was standing there in tree pose. My right foot was on my left thigh. And I had a moment when I didn't remember or realize like how I got there. Like I was so in my own head thinking about other things that I had obviously been listening to the cueing of the instructor, but did not remember getting into this place where I was in my favorite pose. And it was so surreal for me. It was as though like I, the things that had been going on throughout the week kind of really just hit me like head on. And that I feel as though a lot of the things that I've been doing this week, I have just been on autopilot. I haven't been present. I've been taking meetings and answering emails and working on who knows what. (laughs) And I look up and all of a sudden an entire day has gone by and I'm realizing that I keep just ending up in tree pose. Now, luckily, in this instance, I'm miraculously in my favorite pose. But hi, I want to feel that just like I want to feel everything, you know, the good and the bad. There is this principle in the IPEC, the Certified Professional Coach course that I'm finishing up now put on by the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching. A lot of big words there. And the principle is there are no mistakes. There are only lessons. And so I'm not angry at all about the fact that I feel as though I have been just going on autopilot, but I now have this awareness that it's not what I want. I want to soak it in. I want to soak in the good moments. I want to experience as hard as they can be the bad moments. And I want to be a participant in my own life. And something that really resonated with me from the conversation that I had earlier this week with Danielle Laporte is she said that sometimes we have to get to a point where it's like, are you unhappy enough yet? Are you tired enough yet? Are you fed up enough yet? And it's when we get to that level of extreme that we are often as humans finally able to make a change. And so I recognize this and I see this and I don't want to be here. So it's time to make a shift. And if you hear my story and it is something that resonates with you, then I encourage you to pay a little bit more attention along with me. That episode I referenced with Daniel Laporte, it's a hurdle moment on how to identify patterns that are holding you back. I will link to it in the show notes.
My prompt for you this week, are you present in your day-to-day? And if not, how can you be more so? How can you be more present in your day-to-day? And maybe while you're at it, write down a highlight from your week. And now, a listener question. Hi, Emily. This is Marissa from Burlington, Vermont. I am starting to shift my running goals and want to work on becoming a stronger marathon runner. So my question is, what are the benefits of working with a running coach and how would I go about finding a running coach in my local area or using a running coach online? Thank you so much for being so open and honest with everybody. It really is such an inspiration getting to listen to your experiences as we navigate this athletic field. Thanks again. Hey, hey, thanks so much for your listener question. As a reminder, if you have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming installment of 5 Minute Friday, I would love to. Uh, The link to uh, leave me a voice message is in the show notes. But if you are more comfortable recording a voice recording on your phone and sending it to us over email, that totally works. Hit us up over at hello at hurdle.us. So running coaches, huge fan of using a coach. Even certified coaches need coaches. I have worked with many running coaches for many different reasons. And it is important to identify your why before you hire one because knowing your why can lead you in the direction of a coach that may work best for you. So for me, I have worked with a running coach at different times with different whys. I've had the why of wanting to get faster. I've also had the why of really seeking an accountability buddy. And so knowing that, I was able to talk to different coaches and vet them, so to speak, to figure out which relationship, which dynamic felt right for me in the space that I was in knowing my why. And as Marissa mentioned, you can work with a coach remotely or in person. And often coaches will have different plans based on what they know that their clients may want. They could have an option where they run with you once a week, once a month, or they could just create you a plan. They can be available over text. So feel free to ask a potential coach what they typically offer their clients and make sure that it matches up with what it is that you are seeking. You will never regret over-communicating what it is that you are after from the get-go so that you can manage those expectations, especially because, let's be real, running can feel hard enough sometimes. So when it comes to choosing your coach, first and foremost, make sure that they have a relevant certification. You want a coach that has done the work. I would say the most prevalent certifications out there are USATF, Macmillan Coaching, UESCA, RRCA, and ISSA. So definitely look to see that the coach you are interested in working with has a certification that they have done the important work that they need to do so that they can help you get to where you want to be. Beyond that, you want to make sure that you get on a call with them so that you can feel it out. As cool as someone may seem to you on social media, there is going to be a vibe there. You got to do a vibe check and make sure that theirs fits with yours. And I'll just reiterate this one more time. Know what you want going into it. So maybe you just want a coach to create a custom plan for you. Maybe you do want someone that's going to text you regularly. Perhaps you want someone who is coaching a group. And so you can have other people that you're chatting with and running with and communicating with, whether it be IRL or over Slack or Zoom or whatever. You get the point. But knowing exactly what you want, not only from your coach, but also from your experience is really going to help you get to exactly 
where you want to be and on your way to whatever your big goal might be to. Think that's it for now. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle over on the social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I myself am over at Emily Abadi. Another Hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 